Why is that trash can full of fives and ten dollar bills? Oh no, that's not a trash can full of fives and ten dollar bills. That's that back scratcher tea kettle combination I bought. My name is Phil. You're listening to the lip. Hey everyone, it's Phil again, and you're listening to the lip. And for the record, I didn't actually buy a back scratcher that actually uses a tea kettle. But I might as well have. When you think about some of the stuff that I picked up over the years that was totally useless, worthless, or otherwise junk, just how much money I actually threw away is astounding. But of course, I'm not the only one. You probably threw just as much away as I did and just saw that money turn into smoke. Simple as that. Might as well have just opened up a fire pit and just started throwing money into it because of how much money we've all wasted on certain items here or there. I just know that the ones that I wasted my money on, just like everything, seemed like the best idea at the time. Unfortunately, five minutes later, here comes a great feeling of depression and buyer's remorse. Usually, once that feeling hits, you turn around and look at the store that you bought the item from, and one of two things is present. Either a sign that says, all sales are final, or when you turn around, the entire store just disappears and it never existed and your money goes with it. Of course, that's only something you see in movies and cartoons, but realistically, it feels like it happens. <laughs> Especially when some of the places I actually bought stuff from were kind of little pop-up shops that turned out during holidays that are only there for that limited amount of time, and almost 100% of the time, whenever I bought something out of a store like that, I go back the next year, and that store is gone. Never existed. They were a one-shot deal, one-trick pony, only one opportunity to make as much money as they could. And once they've ripped off as many people as they possibly could, gone. But that's the way it works. And you're left holding whatever item you picked up. And you're pleased for that three or four seconds when you first initially pick it up before you handed the money over. And now here you are, stuck with it. That's what today's episode is all about, ultimately. Money that I have personally wasted. And I did the math. It comes to a stupid number. I'm not going to do it again on the podcast, but if you really feel like having a lot of fun, which is something that I strongly suggest, when I throw out the numbers of money that I wasted, just for your own simple pleasures if you just added it all up and just see just how much money I wasted you'll get quite a bit of a laugh out of it well at least I didn't laugh when I did it I started crying when I did the math it was just especially with one of the items I literally didn't have to spend anywhere close to as much money as I did on one of these pieces of junk I bought And I could have had a much better product from something that I already owned. But that's the way life is. You don't know until you actually go ahead and do it. And you realize, wow, 
should have just used a time stone. You know, I really wish those things existed. Those inf those infinity stones would get us out of so many little problems here and there. But unfortunately, they don't exist, and so all we have to do is live with our mistakes. You know what they say. You gotta just take that one on the chin. Unfortunately, I've taken so many on the chin, it seems like I'm on the ground and I'm still getting hit in the chin. <laughs> but that's the way these bad purchases all end up, though. Hopefully, you'll learn from my mistakes, as I have, 20 years later. Whew! Yeah, most of this stuff all happened in the time that I call my young, dumb days. Those areas between 17 and... 25 or 6 pretty much every possible dumb thing that I could have done I pretty much tried to do and if I couldn't I would figure a way on how to do it that's how dumb I was but enough of that the main event is on its way prepare to be amused Ding, ding, ding. Main event time. Main event time. Well, I may not sound the most overjoyed as far as talking about this subject, but boy, it is painful. And that's exactly why I'm not so overjoyed. Because when I think about how stupid some of this stuff was and how much I wasted, it's just mind-blowing. <sighs> well, we're just going to rip the band-aid off. We're not going to just draw this out any longer than we need to because this one is going to be a painful one. I'm going to start off with something I bought at a Halloween store that like I said it just sort of a popped up store in a mall and of course those places only have the highest quality costumes you could possibly get your hands on. Now of course that's absolutely ridiculous. What I found at this Halloween pop-up store in a mall interests me greatly. And this is probably year 2002, 2001, somewhere in that neighborhood. Can't exactly remember what year it was, and nor do I want to. Because it was just such a horrible waste of my money. I could have literally taken that money, put it in a... barbecue grill, put some charcoal in there, doused it with lighter fluid, set the whole thing ablaze, and I would have literally gotten more out of my money than I did with this purchase. So what did I purchase at this Halloween store? Well, as you all know by now, I am a absolute comic guy, and I love those things. And I try to keep myself up on what's going on as best I can in the past and the present of the comic universe. But I also like to have, uh, I guess, merchandise that you can buy from these places. And so, I saw two items that were sitting right there, begging to be bought by someone who was stupid enough to buy them. And of course, that person was me. What am I looking at? I'm looking at a flash mask. Freestanding by itself, all it was was the mask. And I also see a Batman mask. 
freestanding by itself, not the rest of the costume, just the mask. Very elaborated and molded out of rubber. Both of these masks were. And they were a little flimsy because they were made out of rubber. But you could put them on and, well, there you are. You're the Flash. You're Batman. You're feeling pretty good about yourself. Now, the first problem with those masks is, well, considering that they're sitting at a pop-up store, and this is well before our whole COVID era goes by, I can't imagine how many people might have tried those on before I bought them. And, well, we just have to go with that and just consider that as a uh, something to think about. How many other people might have put those masks on before I bought them? But then comes the stupid part. Yes, I bought them. Now, these masks were very flimsy and not the highest of quality. Not like my belt or some of my other things that I have that are actually really high quality pieces that are literally worth every penny that I paid for them. This thing? No. It was something that you would... I don't even know. Like I said, it was something that you would pick up at as low a price as you could imagine. Now, I imagine that when the merchant bought these masks, the Flash and the Batman mask, probably bought them very, very cheap and tried to maximize the return on their investment. To me, based on the fact that they were a DC product and they were actually um, licensed, I could imagine buying such an object so those on wholesale they probably had to pay five bucks a mask so as somebody who used to rob people blind in the automotive industry it makes perfect sense that these masks were being sold for 45 dollars wait for it wait for it wait for it each 45 dollars each now back then I had no uh, real obligations no wife no kids it was just me and my disposable income that clearly this guy saw coming probably three days in the future and so when I saw those things I was just awestruck couldn't believe what I was looking at I grabbed them up I put them on the counter I opened up my wallet, I dumped out everything in it, that $90 that I had to pay for these masks, and then I left, just overjoyed with myself. Look what I got, look what I got. I have a rubber flash mask and I have a rubber Batman mask. Now, this is where the story gets even worse. You see, I had these masks in my room, just sitting there, as you would expect for something like that costume thing. I mean, looking around my office now, I have all kinds of stuff laying around that's just on my walls, my money in the bank briefcase hanging up because it's in a spot where it can be displayed. And so ultimately that's what I did with these two $45 masks. I pretty much display them. Now, I don't know when, I don't know why, and I don't understand how. Somehow, some way, between 
2005 and 2008 when I moved into Philadelphia. Now you see, I moved into Philadelphia around 2008, but I lost track of these things in 2005 and I was still in the same house, still in the same room. So I have no idea what happened. And to this day, I don't know what happened. These two masks were in the room when I left. In fact, I thought they were in the room when I left. But like I said, in 2005, that was really the last time I remember actually seeing them. I don't remember seeing them before that. After that point, I remember seeing them then, but I don't remember seeing them after 2005. Somewhere around the time of my ankle surgery in October. And after that, I don't recall seeing them. I don't at all. And for some reason, those masks have been in the wind ever since. I have no clue where they went. I don't know if somebody stole them. And I don't even know how they could have, considering that it was just my room and nobody really even went in there except for me until after I moved and I left a few things behind. Maybe that was just one of those things that I left behind and it just was scattered in the wind. I don't know. But either way, that was $90. That just sort of disintegrated. Now I'm going to talk about a little bit more painful loss of money. And it hurts me to the core. But at the same time, there's not much I can do about it. And that's what really crushes me. I think I've mentioned on more than one occasion that I collect Force FX lightsabers. I currently own Mace Windu, um, two Anakin Skywalkers, the blue ones, uh, Darth Vader, uh, Luke Skywalker's green lightsaber, and I also own the problem that I'm about to speak about now. I own a Darth Sidious or Emperor Palpatine lightsaber. Probably one of my favorite pieces that I own. Unfortunately, it didn't quite go as planned. We could start off with the fact that when I ended up getting this lightsaber, I originally was looking for Count Dooku Force FX lightsaber. It was at the store that I was I had seen, and I just didn't have the money at the time, and I couldn't buy it then. And this is probably around March of 2021, and I wanted that lightsaber, but I didn't go pick it up. Now, the place that I went to was a GameStop, and... They were good for having Force of X lightsabers. Only problem is, they had a very limited amount every time you go in there. They would have maybe three, four tops of any type of lightsaber. And typically, once that lightsaber was gone, they didn't reorder it. So it was just gone. And now I saw the Count Dooku, and I saw they had two of them when I looked in March. And I said, wow, I can't get it right now. I'll just have to cross my fingers and hope it's still there. In that time, um, his apprentice, her lightsaber w was there. Um, 
Oh, it's terrible. As good as a Star Wars person as I am, I can't let that go past me. What was her name? Ventress is her name. Yes, Ventress. Her lightsabers were there. And they actually, I say lightsabers because she used two of the same curved type of lightsaber that Count Dooku used. Now, of course, being that kind of overly traditional kind of person like that, I personally wouldn't want to just have one Ventress lightsaber. I would want to have both so that you'd have two just like she had. That's just the way I think. And that would have been expensive because they would have been twice the amount. And these were a different type of Force Effects lightsaber than the ones I had normally had, which were just the basic. These were the Black Edition, I believe, which made them even more expensive. Because the ones that I had originally mentioned, the Mace Windu, the Luke's uh, Skywalker, Anakin Skywalker, and Vader, they were one piece. Now, these other editions, these black edition FX lightsabers, the hilt and the blade could be separated, which made them that much cooler because you could walk around with just the hilt. And so, back to Dooku, and in March, I left it right where it was. My birthday came up, and I said, you know, I'd like to see just on a whim if just maybe I can go get that Dooku lightsaber. I go to get it, and it's not there. Instead, what was there was even a higher priority. The Darth Sidious lightsaber. Without any hesitation or thought of how much it cost, $237.00. I grabbed it immediately because I said to myself, wow, I don't have Count Dooku, but I can't leave the Emperor's lightsaber here. I just can't. And I bought it. I took it home. I set it up and I left. Like I said, the hilt could be separated from the blade and it had the little stand with it. So the only piece of Star Wars, uh, I guess, merchandise that I would actually display prominently in the living room happened to have been that lightsaber. And I put it in there on its stand, and that's where it was from May 2021 all the way until August 2021. Now, that nice $237 piece of lightsaber was just incredible. I would put the batteries in it, and I'd turn it on every so often, but not too often. And as soon as I was done playing with it, I would take the batteries out and I'd put it back on stand in the living room where it was going to stay in my mind for eternity. Well, turns out I go to take that lightsaber and show some people in August during um, a barbecue slash housewarming slash birthday party for Aurora. And I go to put the batteries in this Force FX lightsaber, and it won't come on. I have no idea why. I'm subconsciously losing my mind. I can't believe that this lightsaber is broken, and I'm really upset. But I just sort of internalize it all and just say, well, it is what it is. And I started thinking about how it got broken. 
it was sitting on the windowsill and as far as I knew it never had anything in between one of my children apparently has to clean that area and I'm pretty sure that it must have been accidental and it must have been multiple times when that child of mine was moving the stuff off of the windowsill to clean it which of course where the lightsaber was I can only imagine that more than one time that lightsaber probably hit the ground and it didn't appear like there was anything wrong with it because it was just a hilt so the child of mine just picked it up put it back on the thing kept on going how many times this must have happened between may and august that three month period of time i couldn't begin to tell you but i can only speculate that that is the reason why that it wasn't working anymore and thus for another few days after the fact that it was broken i left it in the living room but i just before august was over with i couldn't bring myself to looking at it broken and i moved it to my office into a closet so i don't ever have to see it now the positive note was i tried to figure out how to fix it as far as somebody who might be out there who could work on these lightsabers and everyone that i've tried to talk to about i mean i went to comic stores and i went to all kinds of websites and trying to see if there was someone somewhere that could do it at the end of the day i figured that it's probably going to be only one way in order to recover that emperor palpatine lightsaber and that is to buy a new one all signs show that in order to fix it it would cost more than it did to buy it at first so essentially that lightsaber is a loss but that's what it is that's what we're talking about money that we've wasted and in that short three month period of time there it went all right i think it's time to start talking about a little bit more expensive thing that i threw away now of course i must confess there are two types of vehicles that i hate more than any types of vehicles it just comes from two situations i had these two vehicles before i became a mechanic so i didn't really know all that there was to know about a vehicle but it just so happens that i owned both of these two vehicles that i despise to this day and will never ever own another one of either of these types the first vehicle that i wasted a considerable amount of money on but not over the top happened to have been a 90s ford bronco you know a little bit older maybe a year or two older than the oj ford bronco and in fact it wasn't a white ford bronco i had i had a black ford bronco and it was the second ford that i owned prior to that i owned a ranger which had some issues that were plentiful and of great description to make a long story short it found its way to the junkyard sooner rather than later and now here i am making that mistake again by buying yet another ford 
I bought this Bronco because, hey, it's a nice truck. It's big. It's kind of what I was looking for. And I'm going to go all in on it. Spent about a little more than $2,000. And then I had to pay the rest of it. I think the total cost was somewhere in the neighborhood of about six or 7000 I can't remember what the price was on it altogether. I was financing it. Now, I had owned this vehicle for about three weeks. And in this short period of time, I had a lot of problems with it in that short period of time. I had a gas gauge problem, which of course is annoying because now you don't know how much gas you have in your vehicle. That was just over the top. I had some electrical issues, but that's basic maintenance that I understand now as a mechanic. You're going to have a battery run out on you after you have anywhere between three and five years. That's a pro tip. Batteries in your car, they're good for three to five years. Every day after five years is a bonus. Realistically, keep an eye on it after three. But that's, I guess, your PSA for today. That's your public service announcement. I continue. The biggest problem that happened with this piece of junk Bronco that I own happened to be that the 351 Windsor is the worst motor ever made. Period. End of story. And while driving this vehicle around that third week, wouldn't you know, the oil pressure sank. The engine was gone. Engine was gone. Now, to give you a better idea of just how poor this vehicle was in concept that the engine had died so quickly, you have to understand that I had it only for three weeks and the vehicle only had 65,000 miles and change on it. So after 65,000 miles, the engine died. Hmm. Something wrong with that. So Fortunately, with my contract with the place that I bought it for, I had a 50-50 um, deal with uh, on engine or transmission, ultimately the powertrain. If anything went wrong with the powertrain, I would go 50-50 on the parts. And so I ended up spending another $600, which was half the price of another 351 Windsor that they were able to acquire. Put this new 351 Windsor inside this husk known as the Ford Bronco and I drove that vehicle around for approximately another week and a half and the oil pressure again sunk on this engine meaning that I got rid of one bad engine physically saw the second engine physically saw that there was a difference between the two engines so it wasn't like they just put the same one back in there I watched as they pulled the old one out and I saw the new one going in and ultimately that was two bad 351 Windsors and that was enough for me to tell the guy that I was buying it from I'm not paying him any more money he could take the piece of junk back I had said I had put in two thousand dollars and I don't want any more I'm not giving you any more money and I'm leaving this vehicle I'm not leaving with it and it just so happens that they just got in 
I think it was an 86 Camaro. Not my Z28. This is a basic, just 86 Camaro. And I told the guy, so that I don't end up suing him or tearing his arms off and beating to death, you just give me this Camaro, you take this piece of junk Bronco back, and we'll call it even. I don't have to see you anymore, you don't have to see me anymore, and I'll never touch another Ford again. Made the deal, I took the Camaro, happy sailing. Ended up with two after my uncle gave me the other one, which was a positive, but I spent $2,000 to essentially get that Camaro, and I wasted $2,000 essentially on the Bronco. And that was in... Ninety-nine, almost two thousand. I hadn't quite gotten you know, the Camaro, the Z twenty-eight. I got in two thousand, so it must have been late in ninety-nine, early in ninety-nine when I had the black Camaro and I had the Bronco. So I think it was a total of maybe a month, month and a half that I played back and forth with that piece of junk, and that was the very last time I will ever, ever buy a Ford, and that was the biggest waste of my money I could have spent on a vehicle. Oh no. Here comes the next vehicle that I wasted even more money on. Wouldn't you know that my Camaro, the Z28, ended up blowing a synchro in the transmission. Now, what the synchros do is, quick point of reference, in a manual transmission, they're the thing that allows the, uh, the transmission to shift from one gear to the next. Not the actual gear itself, but the mechanism which moves the shifter into the next gear. And I had blown out the one that would change the gear from first to second, and then I had blown out the one from second to third. So it was impossible to really drive the vehicle. I mean, you could cheat and put it in second gear and go, which is what I did, but third gear, it's impossible. There's not enough torque in order for the vehicle to actually push off. So I needed to get it fixed. They told me it was going to cost me $400 in order for them to replace both the synchros so that my transmission would have been fine. Now, mind you, this is maybe 2002. This is way before I became a mechanic in 2009. So I didn't know the difference, how much... It was going to matter what was going to be the, what was going to happen, and it just so happens that um, my mother's uncle had passed away, and left us a little bit of money, and I got a little chunk of it, and with that chunk of money, it ended up being four thousand dollars that I had, and I found the next vehicle that I'll never ever own another one of. It was a Jeep. Wrangler, SJ7 specifically. <sighs> you ever have a situation where you have a criteria for purchasing certain things and you're not going to waver on it and then when you find it, that's exactly what you want, so you go ahead and buy it? I told everybody that I would never buy a Jeep that had only a hard top or only a soft top. I prefer the hard top, but I like the option to be able to change it to the soft top. So if I'm going to have one, I want them both, the hard and the soft top. And it just so happens that when I picked up this Jeep that I saw 
it had both the hard and the soft top. So, of course, I wasn't going to leave it there. Of course I wasn't. And it cost me $4,000 to buy this Jeep. Now, thinking about it from the logical spot, why wouldn't I have just taken $400 from the 4000 that I had gotten from my uncle who passed and had them fix my Camaro? And I'd still have $3,600 just sitting around and not wasting it. It would, would have been there just waiting for me to be able to use at my leisure. Nah, it made sense just to roll away on this Jeep. And so I did. Put it into this Jeep. Got this Jeep in 2000, 2001, whatever it was. Um, it was during the summer. Drove it around, drove it around, drove it around. And it had an issue that was difficult to figure out. It was an electrical problem. And this electrical problem ended up after... It took a while. Now, as a mechanic, it wouldn't be that difficult to figure it out. Hindsight being 2020, I would have recognized that it was simply the alternator. But it took me a little while to figure it out. So I left it at my uncle's house who passed. And I could just work on it on my leisure. And from time to time, I'd go and mess with it until me and my stepdad actually figured out what it was. Now, once we figured out what it was, came the next challenge. Removing said alternator. Pulled out the alternator, ended up having to pay for that, which I didn't add into the money that I wasted. But put a new alternator in. Not a big deal. Yes, it was. The bolts that connected to the, to the alternator, the heads on two of them broke. So had to drill those bolts out, put the new bolts in, had to find some. I took three or four trips to an auto shop and to a um, to both the auto parts store and to a, um, it was a Home Depot, Lowe's-like store, a hardware store, but it wasn't either of them. It was a smaller one in order to find a bolt that would match up and be able to actually put the alternator in. So what took what should have taken an hour if we were going slow took five from all the back and forth moving around. It was just a pain. But eventually we got it to work. Driving down the road, things not going so good on Mother Month later. I've had this vehicle now for maybe six, seven months, and of that six, seven months, it had sat for about four but now I got it moving and went to go take it and had another issue going on like it was losing power because it was stuck essentially in four-wheel drive because the locking hubs had frozen and the um well let's just leave it at that it was stuck in four-wheel drive and it had burned up the transfer case, which is the, think of it as a secondary transmission, which allows the other wheels to spin in order to create four-wheel drive. And that had gone bad. It was bad. So the vehicle would not do what it was supposed to do. And yet again, the trans was starting to go. And I said, forget this piece of junk. 
at this point I had had it for maybe six months and now I've had all these these two huge problems with this vehicle and I was done absolutely done I found somebody who wanted to try to buy this vehicle off me from the second I bought it now of course having just spent four thousand dollars on it I wouldn't have been so inclined to just give it up that easily now however six months later having burned up that $4,000, it just didn't make any sense for me to keep it, and I just wanted to get out of it. And I sold it to this guy for a princely sum of $300. Yeah, I sold it for less than what it would have cost me to have fixed my Camaro about six months earlier. But at the same time, I literally got nothing back on my investment on this Jeep. It was a waste of money. It was a waste of time. It was a waste of energy to the point where I was just disappointed and disgusted. And I throw the Jeep in the very same trash heap as I throw Ford. I will never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, ever own another Jeep again. So, if you're counting, which I imagine that most of you would be, probably hit pause a few times and just wanted to see what my damage was, quick count is probably going to be somewhere north of $6,000. Yeah, about $6,000 that I literally took and balled up into a big pile. Put it inside of a fire pit, doused it with a little bit of gasoline and a little bit of lighter fluid and put some dynamite on there and then set back with a really long fuse and lit it and just let it go up and smoke. Wow. I'm getting a headache thinking about this. I can't believe I wasted all that money. Hindsight being 2020, I could have taken that 6000 dollars and change that I had just wasted over that period of time and I could have invested it in some type of stock heck I'd have been doing better if I bought six thousand dollars with a lottery tickets chances are I'd probably come up ahead <laughs> but that's what it is that's the money I wasted those are the things that I wasted it on don't get me wrong I probably wasted a dollar here a dollar there but those are the big ones that just sort of stood out to me. And I imagine that they probably had some implications that other people had. And they probably stood out to you as well. Like, I'm not even going to get into my PlayStation nightmare. I am a video game person. And I don't do PlayStation anymore. And the reason is because the very first PlayStation that came out. I finally got my hands on one. At the time, it was $200. And when I opened it up out of the box, plugged it in, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, it did not work. That should have been sign number one, leave this piece of junk alone. But for me, it didn't. And I ended up buying, I ended up returning it, getting another one, and throughout the time that I had PlayStation, I ended up having four other ones. So I ended up having four 
of the original PlayStations. And then I thought it was a good idea to buy a PlayStation 2 when that came out. And when that eventually died on me, a horrible death, I never looked back. <laughs> I know everybody talks about PlayStation 5 and how cool it is and people liked 4 and 3, but you know what? I never touched them because after I had that problem with 2, I was out. But I've said too much. I've wasted too much of my money, and I think, hopefully, I didn't waste any of your time. But this is the end of the main event. Ding, ding, ding. Spear of the Week. Nothing has changed in the city of Philadelphia, nor really anywhere else in the country. Still a lot of stupid violence out there, and yet again, the Spear of the Week is going to be all the violence I've chosen that as my mark, and I'm looking at it, and I'm ready, I'm backing up, and in the words of the undisputed Universal Champion, hoo-ha, spear, the violence. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I think I've depressed myself enough for one day, talking about the money that I just wasted. Boy, I almost really need to do a show on money of things that I actually got a lot out of. In fact, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to write that down right now, even as we speak. Get my notes started on that. That's just brilliant. Okay. I pretty much crushed my soul talking about money of things that were very bad value. Now, perhaps that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to write a show right now. I'm going to just put the notes down. Right here, right now. Not money that I wasted. But money that I spent very wisely. And I think that that's going to make a really good show. Sorry about the dead air, but I was writing. And now I feel a lot better about the show I just did now. Because I'm going to show the other side of the coin. I wasted a great deal of money on this stuff, but I definitely have some things that I bought that were not over the top as far as, like, the stuff for me that I would say would be money that I spent well my belt, my WWE Championship belt, but that's really a gimmick and a prop that I enjoy playing around with. It's just fun. Um, my Star Wars to uh, toys that I have on my wall, that stuff is just my collectible things. But I'm talking about stuff that I bought that was practical and was very efficient in what I used. And I can already think of three things right off the top of my head that I'm not going to mention now. Because I'll mention them in the new show when it comes up. What do you think about that? Might even change the order of the shows that I'm doing. Because that could be something that would... That might be... No, 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 no. I'm going to stick to the schedule. <laughs> but let me know what you think about this show. And the idea of a show that I'm going to write about money that was well spent. 
you know where to find me. Instagram, Philip Henderson, 5102. Twitter, at Phil with two L's. And the best thing you could ever do is join my Facebook group, or excuse me, I should say our Facebook group. It's the LIP group. Join us. Be a part of the group. Contribute whenever you want. Enjoy the posts that I put out there. Be a part. Be a part, please. And now I'm going to end this show with words of wisdom, considering that I definitely didn't have very much wisdom when I was buying that stuff. But at the other end, now I've gained some. So here's what I've got for you. These words of wisdom need to go directly to me, which every once in a while they do. And today is no exception to that. Who pressed the pause button in your common sense? Who pressed the pause button on your common sense? Well, I don't know who did, but somebody must have, because had I had any common sense whatsoever, I wouldn't have done any of those things, which cost me all that money. But you live and learn, and we'll be living and learning next week. Talk to you later. Bye. You've been listening to The Lip.